you're tuned to the Paracasual Destiny Podcast. Episode 42. Hello and welcome everyone. You're listening to the Paracasual Destiny Podcast, the podcast for the casual player. No hardcore people allowed. And this is episode 42. Warm welcome to everyone. Thanks for tuning in. If you're live here on our stream uh, that we broadcast every other Saturday at 7 p.m. If all goes right and the stars align, you can find the archived audio of this podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Um, I'm Sewell Time, and I'm joined by Romance Girl. Are you there? Hello. Hello. Yes. Green Stego. Evening. Evening, old. And, of course, the venerable Sally Bug. Sally Bug, can you hear me? I can hear you. All right. Evening. Evening. And I'd like to give a shout out to Richard in chat. Oh, man. Die hard. Uh, we owe this whole podcast to Richard. Probably wouldn't be playing the game still at all if it weren't for Richard. <laughs> To be honest with you. Well, don't, uh, don't embarrass him. He'll leave. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, is that possible? Tim? I don't know. <laughs> anyway, uh, well, here we are. And I, I feel like as of late, the last uh, month or so, I've been spending more time podcasting about Destiny than I have been playing Destiny. And perhaps um, today which is Saturday, uh, that came into balance a little more because Sally Bug and I basically played Destiny all day today, uh, trying to catch up in, in Season of the Lost a little bit, at least with the storyline and, you know, the main the main seasonal mission. Um, so, we, yeah, we made a lot of progress, oh, didn't good. we, Sally Bug? I don't Bug? think we're 100% caught up, but almost. Almost. We're on step, like, 50 or 53, so... Close, One more shattered close, realm, yeah. I think, and uh, we'll see. I, I think we're going to probably get on later after this podcast. Yeah, um, we've got that. We've got that destiny bug. Kind of do. I the uh, season has. I I am all for this season. This is the flavor I love. It's taken a hold of me. Yeah, it's taken yeah, a hold of me. It's just so perfect really for the is. fall. And um, I got to say, when we were reading the latest TWAB, I, I thought of, of y'all. I thought of Sewell Time and Sally Bug when they specifically mentioned, like, if you've been too busy to hop in, now's a great time to get back yes. into it. That comment yes, was aimed at to us. to them restructuring the seasonal model. Yeah. Yes. And it's worked for better. Oh, and I have to say, I have a lot of seasonal challenges left that I'm excited to dive into. So many trivial secrets to unlock in that shattered realm. Oh, so many. Like it, it, we've, <laughs> we were doing the shattered realm. We did it like two or three times, I think, just today. And it's so easy to get sidetracked because you get, you get going down a path. And then you just get sidetracked on trying to unlock secrets and going up, um, going up those hidden pathways or through yeah, the. I said today doors. it feels very organic in a way that um, Destiny doesn't always feel, where you're like just feel like you're just open world exploring, even though they've very cleverly led the way of where you should go. But it feels like you're discovering it all on your own. <laughs> right, right. And I know there's a lot that we haven't even done, like in terms of the secrets and stuff. But um, I kind of got... Um, Sidetracked? Not, no, actually the opposite. I think the last time you, we went yeah, in there is like... You were like, too focused. I'm not, I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not going down any other path. I'm going to find those beacons. I'm going to activate them. I'm going <laughs> to kill everything and get that tech in. I was like, I just was like... I don't want to There's spend much an at hour in here again. I just want to like move things along and then be able to go back in there and find all the secrets kind of like afterwards. 
know where I don't feel yeah, like which is kind of nice. Uh, um, it's a longer season this time around, so we'll have plenty of time to. Well, you say okay. that. You say that, oh. but man, time flies, especially when you're I, not playing. I'm feeling excited, though. I'm, I'm definitely feeling excited <laughs> about like trying to get the main storyline, at least caught up with the main storyline when Festival of the Lost comes about, so that I feel like I can concentrate on the fun stuff that's going to be out for Festival of the Lost and not feel like I'm so far behind that I can't enjoy that. Yeah, there's Fast of the Lost, and there's the anniversary coming out. Yeah, see, that's gonna right, d- take right. me off the beaten path and <laughs> slow me down. Which uh, is why it's better to like try to at least be semi caught up. Yeah, yeah, we caught up with the story this morning. Yeah, we're we're almost there, and and we still have a couple of things we need to do for the exotic quest. Oh yeah, I haven't even gotten the rifle kills yet for the exotic quest. I'm I'm getting there, but Oh, that's right. I forgot about the exotic I quest. I that out yet. I was it's getting killed too, by that thing. In the shattered realm, you you run into one of those walls and you're like, "Oh, I need Augur Scepter to go any further." Yeah, I was getting right, killed by that right. Augur Scepter and Iron Banner last weekend quite a bit. <laughs> oh, we really wanted to do Iron Banner and just couldn't make the time. Yeah, I was actually playing Iron Banner at five in the morning before going to work. Um, it was really interesting. That's how I was able to get in a few. I just wanted to finish the quest, the seasonal quest. And I'm glad yeah. I did because that shader is really mediocre. Yeah, <laughs> it usually is. It usually well, is. Only Destiny last fans can weekend. appreciate it. I actually um, came down with a cold, and as protocol for our work, whenever you have symptoms that are similar to the virus, that you get tested. And so I got tested on Monday morning, but had to wait for the results to come back to go back to work. So I felt fine, or not, definitely not 100%, but better. Um, on Tuesday, but couldn't go back into work. And I was like, wow, it's Tuesday morning. I woke up, had coffee with Neil before he went off to work. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to do it. And I got on and I like played. Tuesday morning is a great time to play. There's not that many people playing. (laughs) I didn't feel like I was getting owned. And I was able to get all um, all, all the four pinnacle bounties done. So... Wow. Now, I didn't level, oh, now, I didn't level up very dump. much because I, I got three of the same exact piece. I forget what it was. I think it was an energy weapon. I got three energy weapon pinnacles and then one other. So I didn't level up as much as I probably would have liked, but Good I still... You, Sally, but I nothing like fun. getting sick to play Destiny. That's always fun. <laughs> Uh, it looks like there's demand in the chat to pivot the conversation a little to Festival of the Lost. Yeah, somebody um, can't and... wait to look like a dinosaur. I'm not going to say who that is, though. Live, anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, the, they, <laughs> they prefer to remain anonymous. <laughs> Destiny brings out the little kid in all of us. Dino warmer. <laughs> Excited going to the tower and seeing how many people... <laughs> The tower is going to be full of dinosaurs. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm actually I'm looking forward to it. I don't get to be Godzilla. I'm not going to lie. Um, yeah, but, but I, maybe I, I next come, year. I, re- yeah, I do hope they don't throw away those designs because I was a big fan of them. The monsters. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I don't you get it for those as well, didn't you? Yeah, I love a dinosaur. Um, but Godzilla Hunter, come on. So before we get ahead of ourselves, I mean, we're going to, a festival of the loss is definitely coming up upon us quick. Is it next Tuesday? It is. Yeah. It's just coming Tuesday. So we'll, we'll be there soon enough. 
And we did um, get our Halloween decorations out yep. around the house. So Halloween, that's, Halloween oh, decorations that's are up. Plus one for you, minus one for us. Oh. <laughs> we did buy new Halloween storage tubs from Target. Really nice. <laughs> In preparation our- because we're in cardboard <laughs> yeah. boxes right now. So we're ready to put them away. <laughs> <laughs> My Halloween uh, bucket, storage bucket looks like it um, had some friends in it. It's haunted. Yeah. It, well, <laughs> there were some acorn shells in there, so. Aw, that's very seasonal. Um, yeah, but. And, and as I am every year, I'm like ready for more or different like i feel like we've got plenty of halloween decorations out but like i just feel like we could do more (laughs) yeah yeah i I love halloween our target and our other stores around here are completely picked through we have not been able to find any decorations ever oh i know i was in target the other day um trying to look for a a birthday present for my grandson and just kind of breezed by the Halloween section. I was like, oh my God, there's nothing here. Yeah. The, so, the, not as much. To the game. Mm-hmm, but, mm-hmm. but we've got, we've got plenty. We, I mean, we definitely, and I actually put up lights outside this year, which we rarely do. So. Ooh. Put up some if you keep them up year round, lights. y'all could just be the spooky house on the street. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yes, I'm ex- but I am excited for spooky season. Does anyone have uh, any information about the Festival of the Lost activity this time around? No, I was actually that was going to be one of the things I was going to bring up was like, what do you think we we are pretty sure they're not going to be bringing back the haunted forest. So, well, um, isn't the shattered they, realm yeah, they, enough? Yeah, listen to the sounds. It's spooky. Every time I load in, especially that EDZ scene with the forest and the haunted church in the background. It's so spooky. Yeah, it's very Halloween like. Yeah. And I, at first, I was thinking because if you if you read the Twab this. This time around, I was thinking, oh, maybe they are just going to kind of incorporate it into it. But then he said, well, we're going to reveal what's going on in the shatter in the festival later. We're not going to give you too much. So that made me think, oh, maybe they aren't combining the two. So um, my guess, here's my guess. Get ready. You ready for my guess? Ready. Hit it. Festival of the Lost Sector. Oh, man, I think some of that, that's a deja vu. Didn't you use that joke last year? I I don't think. (laughs) (laughs) I wouldn't mind haunted lost sectors, though. Ooh, haunted lost sectors does sound like an appealing thing. But I think we did that with Nightmare Off it. It's a good idea when it comes from her. Yeah, that's that's about right. Um, I guess if they haven't given us any. You're right, though. I was double checking if there was anything out there. Um, please it, let us know in chat if there's any information we, that um, we just kind of missed. Festival of the Lost 2021, yeah. right? Yeah. Um. Oh, and, and I know. Any, uh, I mean, deaths. one of the. Uh, <laughs> Does anybody watch so, Houndish? He probably knows. Yeah, I was going to say, sometimes there's spoilers, but again, we've talked about this before. People are being much better about not revealing, even if they do the data mining, not revealing it. So, Oh, uh, yeah, nothing. but by now, it's launching Tuesday, right? They're just going to wait yeah. till the day there's before. There's actually a, graf- there's a graphic here, but I don't know if it's fake. It's well, got... The- the only thing we do know, they gave us that. It had a name, though, of the, the activity. Uh, do you think that maybe it'll have, like, because there, there is that um, ghost shell that they showed us. It's like Day of the Dead motif. So. Oh, maybe they put the information in their patch notes. 
No, I mean, it, it, if you read the TWAB, they said, we're not, we're going to tell you more about that later. I mean, how much later are they going to wait? Adept it's Nightfall weapon close. drops. Oh, no, this is... This was, uh, I'm sorry, I'm a victim of clickbait right now. <laughs> uh, start time rewards activities. They do, there is a graphic here. Can I put it up? Let me, let me see if I can yeah. put this graphic up. I'm going to do this and don't do this. Let me just turn this off for a sec. Boom, like that. Space, the final frontier. Okay. Let me, uh, Haunted sectors activity. Is this what we're looking at? I am putting well, we a graphic up. It's coming up But if now. it's the same graphic that I see. Yeah, it might be the same one that, that you're looking at. And let me go back to OBS. So, Sego, might not be too wrong on there this. There it is. The There's uh, Richard's uh, dino. Oh, that's like a pterodactyl th ship. That's a ship. Is that stuff from... That's from last year. Yeah, this is... Yes, because of the little I, bat guy here. I did find a graphic that said the road to Witch Queen, and it gives like a little hint on what to expect in Seasonal of the Lost. And it mentions for yeah. Festival of the Lost, masks, candy, and haunted sectors activity. Dried so I think fruit candy. Dago is right that it will probably be Season of the Lost Sector and that we're going to get haunted lost sectors. Hmm. Okay. Do you think but they'll do you think they'll they rotate like along with like what the master lost sectors are? I hope so. I hope they give they rain down some more candy than ever before. Yeah. Yeah. You know what would be cute is you know how we had that um dawning event where you would throw snowballs? What about throwing pumpkins at our enemies? <laughs> that would be fun. Eggs. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> and toilet paper. You get to TP the tower. Oh, that'd be so cool if you could TP the tower, like coming from the trees and everything. That'd be so funny. Uh, that would be very funny. Yeah. It's probably not setting a good example though for children. Is anyone gonna miss the um the old haunted forest? Mm. They're bringing it back. We don't know if it's. It may come back. Mm. What do you think? Seems like haunted sectors will replace it. I'm thinking it's going to be away for a while. It it's not going to. It may well, not go away permanently, but I think it's, we went from making fun of uh, Dan of uh, Green Stego's, you know, prediction to taking it very seriously here. Uh, well, I, I am looking at a graphic that says haunted sectors. So that's oh. adding a lot of legitimacy. Yeah. I'm wondering if you're looking at something that was photoshopped in Italy. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's um nope. it's from a Forbes article, so I don't think that Paul Tassi No, Paul Tassi's um, the real deal. He's yeah, he's yeah the, it's real destiny news. It's, he epitomizes <laughs> truth. Yeah. Not fake. He's constantly writing, though. How much fact-checking can he actually do? <laughs> he does his research. I, I, he does his research. He does it's his like, research. Of course, he's a journalist. More than we do. I think that he updates and edits when needed. Yeah. I think, I think he's that he a would professional post an journalist, and you don't need to... You don't need to criticize it. He's a further. journalist foremost, a Destiny player second. Um... The tangle. Let, do we want to talk about the um, the vaulted content that's coming our way, and and maybe share our big feelings about it? <laughs> I don't have, I don't any, have big any big feelings. feelings. Are you kidding me? <laughs> They're getting rid of the tangled shore. Uh, when When's the, the last time, time you went you to the tangled shore? <laughs> that's exactly what I was gonna say. When's the last time you hung out on the Tangled Shore? New players in the next, you know, year or so won't ever won't be able to experience the Forsaken campaign. But now, yeah. correct me uh, if I'm wrong. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I found out from this most recent TWAB that they are vaulting the Tangled Shore, 
And then just today, one of the pieces of dialogue had to do with seeking uh, vengeance against Spider for what he did to Crow. And that yes. seems mm. like it's going to play it, out. It, I mean, you're just today getting that audio, I but I think that was from a it's, couple weeks ago. Right, but, yes, but I can see they're, they're angling. throughout the season that Mara is not happy with. Yeah. Um, so I think she's going to destroy the Tangled Shore. I, I mean, Spider has always been pretty um, shifty. Oh, yeah. So... Nobody's well, gonna lose any sleep uh, over there losing was some Spider. That, who who did Spider go to? Drifter. He's asking Drifter for help. Yeah, he wants to get smuggled away. Mm. I don't know if Drifter is gonna go against the Queen though. That's a big ask. Yeah, that's yeah. a really big ask. Richard said that the um, he's not gonna miss the Tangled Shore. Yeah. I think I mean, it's a Destiny, great campaign. Player, if we're being honest, um, isn't going to miss the Tangled Shore right now because they really have delivered on. I'm kind of like wanting to play the latest things usually. Um, right. I will. I am a little sad about the presage mission. Presage. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I, I will. That was a great Again, not mission. because I generally go back in there on a weekly basis, but no, just because, but... you know, it, it did was an iconic mission. But the, I trust in Bungie, and I know that they're not just going to hit delete on those files, you know? Right, I mean, well, we were also, if you remember, we were, some pretty, form. we were pretty um, upset at when we learned that the... Um, Oh, I don't remember the name of the mission, but the one where you... Cade? No, the the other exotic mission with all the jumping that I could never do. Outbreak? Uh, well, there that one, I didn't lose any Zero hour. Whisper of the Worm. Whisper of the Worm, exactly. That was a great one. And, and again, it's like we were kind of upset at the fact that we were losing it, but they've given us replacement stuff like we had the hawk moon mission and yeah. the presage mission this time so i gotta feel like if those are going away that they're gonna bring in new exotic you know exotic missions similar they, to and it, they've so. mentioned multiple times they're not against bringing back some of these older exotic missions in some form for older players to experience or for us to re-experience in some form so right, I think right. that as long as, you know, it's a live game and it, I, this is what I was saying earlier. And I think this should be the end of the conversation. Um, but you guys can disagree. <laughs> if Bungie could, they would keep everything in the game. Of course they would. would it, they're not deleting things just to like m mess with us. So no, I don't, no. I mean, I think that you just have to trust that the people making the game care about it. They're not removing parts of the game out of contempt. The way some right. people react to it, you would think that. <laughs> well, honestly, yeah, I'm how not. How dare you take away my right. taking away the content. I'm not going right. to miss the Tangled Shore per se as a destination or an environment. Or even Spider or, you know, I, but I, they're also taking away all the year four seasonal content, right? So that means Battlegrounds is going away. No, Battlegrounds is staying. Battlegrounds. Oh, that's right. They're putting it in with, they're combining enough. it with the they're Strikes or with the Vanguard. Vanguard. Yeah. Right. right. So, which I think is... So yeah, again, like so then what decisions lightly. They're a what is going away? So what are the year year four seasonal con activities? Oh, all the story, all the story Splicer that goes stuff along with it with season, yeah, the story with stuff, year the two, lines. the Forsaken storyline. Okay, so going after all of the lieutenants or yeah, right. Wrathborn hunts. Wrathborn hunts are going away. I'm sure. Um. And then also just uh, the, the story overrides going away. And I, th I think they're going to take away the, the astro alignments and the 
Shattered Realm activities as well. Probably. Which is a bit sad. So I, I need to go in and get all the secrets out of there before it goes away in February. I mean, which, if that is the case, I wouldn't mind it being a usual thing to make the last season a longer season. Yeah. yeah. The, the, good the point. The thing is, is that like we've that. got all of this is going away when Witch Queen drops. It's not like it's going away in a couple of months. Yeah, people are making the Forsaken campaign free to play for a few months. Yeah. Right. Which I think so. The thing is, is that once Witch Queen drops, we're not going to care about this content. (laughs) No, if you're an active Destiny player, I think it's disingenuous to say you care about this, the older things going away because you're just excited about the new stuff, Um, especially. Because the team has delivered so far. Right. So, you know, you just, the expectations keeping, are very yeah, high right keeping, now. They're, they're kind of keeping their promise of this mission of this um, evolve, ever-evolving game. You know, build, and building that story. And keeping that older content kind of is like looking back instead of looking forward and moving it forward. So I, I it's a speaking of in the, uh, from the other side of that argument, Richard and chat says we want Venus. <laughs> we do want Venus. He's yeah, right. We do want Venus. I, I don't know when Venus. they're going to bring that back, but I feel like they're going to. Are they to. keeping Nessus? What's the point of keeping Nessus around? I was going to say that Nessus Trade it in for Venus. is very interesting. Yeah. Um, Maybe Menagerie's in the works to come back or something. I don't know. Wait, was, Menagerie wasn't even on Nessus, was it? Menagerie um, took place in the Leviathan, right? Well, yeah, in right. the Leviathan. So yeah. if Callus makes a return and we find the Leviathan, Mm. It is conceivable that we could get an updated menagerie, or they could. They have they have a legacy node now, right? Um, right. But, but Venus, I, I they haven't announced bringing back any old destinations yet for Witch Queen. Am I wrong on that? Um, you are not wrong on that. No, I haven't heard anything. I so. feel like I've read it, but I it may just be. Um, strong wishful thinking mm-hmm. there are rumors that uh the scenes where we see ikora at the detective board that she's on mars oh mm-hmm. some sleuths have like you know taken screenshots of like the background and it cough kind of houndish like cough. The, ori- the original <laughs> destiny the original destiny one mars i'm assuming not the uh, well, just Mars in general. I mean, like they're, they're, it's the it would same be planet. Like just the planet atmosphere. Right. And I don't think anyone like found any like specific uh, buildings or locations to that nature. But um, it might but... be neat if they did return Mars and it got like planet Earth treatment where you can choose either the EDZ or the Cosmodrome. Like you can choose which That's part of Mars. That's kind of what I was going to say, though. It's like they actually, I remember in one of the TWABs, I can't remember how long ago it was, but they had mentioned how they had um, shelved the idea of expanding or giving us more of the Cosmodrome uh-huh. um, in light of needing those resources to make Witch Queen all that it could be and all the things that they were adding with Witch Queen. And and giving that, I feel like... Um, I feel like they're not going to be bringing back if they're not going to put any effort into trying to continue on giving us all the content from Cosmodrome. Why would they bring us even another returning destination? Why would they? You know well, what I mean? gaming gaming development is a little more complicated then right i mean that, unless it, I yeah, it, but if it's part of the witch I think queen that, story, here's what i think if it's part of witch queen i think they would have announced it by now i don't think that they're trying to play their their cards too close to the chest right now 
Yeah, not that much. There will be surprises, but I don't think that. Oh, yeah, for the players, but not for major content. I think that they right. want people to pre-order it right now. Right. So if, it, if they were like, we're bringing back Venus, there'd be a ton of people like, all right, I'm all about that. I'm going to, right? So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I don't think they're bringing back any any old destinations. It, that's an my old thing. raid is coming back eventually here. Yeah, they're bringing sure. and King's Fall or or Wrath. Thinking King's Fall still could be Crota though. Uh, they haven't specified which King's Fall does thematically make the most sense. Right, because it's Crota. Yeah. Uh, 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 Oryx. Oryx, right, not Crota. Oryx. Our lore master strikes again. <laughs> yeah, well, you yeah. know. You get what you pay for, I, I guess. I was thinking I was thinking Oryx, but I said Crota. Does that count? Yeah, you yeah, were Oh, it totally counts. I, I've you said know, Shadow five. Keep when Big I meant got a sword. <laughs> Forsaken before. I've I've gotten actual the actual DLCs uh cross referenced. Hey, uh why don't we move on to our next segment, which is the uh, loadouts segment of the podcast? Is everybody ready, more or less, for that? Sure. Why not? I think we've covered everything that we wanted to cover in terms of like what's happened the last couple of weeks. Sure. Why it's Talk time about the vault. For... I don't feel like we really need to say none of us Very have actually played loads. trials, so there's really no reason to like bring that up again. Paracasual yeah, loadouts. What's everybody been? Yeah. What have you been using, Sally Bug? Um, I've been using whatever Banshee tells me to use. <laughs> Who's Banshee? Oh, Banshee. Banshee. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, no, I mean, I primarily go to Banshee, get a get a gunsmith bounty, and then just kind of pick out whatever he's asking me to do. But that's in boring. Within that, I've been trying to use the newer weapons, the new seasonal weapons or new stuff that I got from the Iron Banner. Just Do you see yourself as like a Mandalorian type character? You just take orders and do them? Oh. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> Don't have You're just I'm just bounty a bounty hunter. You're just a, a bounty uh, an old-fashioned um bounty hunter i guess i don't know yeah well yeah. <laughs> at any rate no no specific loadout or anything but just doing the doing the bounties but trying to use newer stuff that i haven't used before so i can get a feel for it and see if i like it nothing's actually like stood out for me this season with the weapons um like not like i remember last season season of the splicer like just i loved chroma rush and i loved right. grid skipper i just i use that today felt. chroma rush yeah i so love the way they feel and i love the way like i love the aesthetic too like i love the aesthetic of those weapons but um <laughs> these weapons i don't know if it's just that i haven't been using them that much or i mean i've been trying to but None of them are like really nothing's standing out. Nothing's speaking to, me to something you. Something that I really that I like really like. I like Peace Bond a lot, but you know, I don't know. It's a hippie I, uh, weapon. We get we get legendary stasis <clears throat> weapons and you're just like, eh, I don't know, nothing seems like new or exciting this season. She talked about her stasis weapons. I did not say nothing new or exciting. I'm just saying nothing like actually is hanging like like No, I, I, I do know. I'm just ra I'm just razzing yet. No, the Chroma Russian Gridskipper and that line of weapons obviously like grabbed us a lot more um are they outclassed do you think by the new weapons like peace bond no. and fractithis i don't think necessarily i don't think so either um, i think they're, they're just different flavors different flavors <laughs> 
I um, pulled out 1,000 voices from the collections wow. for the first time in a long time. 1KV. Uh, it's the season of fusion rifles. Let's get on board. Why not? It oh, does work. It's still. a great idea. Oh, the first time I shot it, I shot into a wall and killed myself. So that's classic. But then there were no 1KV related deaths after. I learned my lesson. <laughs> She was shredding those majors and bosses, though. Yeah. It's... It still melts. It makes a joke of public events. Well, I got to tell you what else I found to be somewhat broken or just stupid is the uh, heir apparent was just tearing up, like, bosses, like, at a stupid rate. Like, the DPS is insane on that thing still. Um, I was just using it today and doing the... I saw them tried that weapon. Yeah, doing the, um, you know, the Shattered Realm stuff. And it does. It shreds. I got it late, so I I wasn't like when it first came out. Um, I'll be sure to try it. One thing I took upon myself, and this was inspired by um, a Shadow video. I'll link to a his channel in the description shadow put out a video on sniping and I was really inspired by him to give that weapon, that weapon class or archetype a try that kind of weapon. I've never sniped. The only time I've ever sniped maybe for a bounty here and there. Um, never done any of the sniping. I did get the adored, and I think he had to snipe a little bit in PvP for that. But mm -hmm. I've never really looked into it, into what sniping is and what it's all about. So I looked into um, what I had in my vault. And I had an Adored, which is rated pretty high. Um, you know, anything with snapshot sights and some range and um, a, a medium to low zoom. Uh, you know, I just started studying what sniping is and what's recommended a place to start to try to get at least so I can not maybe be good at it, but at least not hate, not avoid it as much. You know what I mean? Because mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it is unique in the game just like hand cannons and fusion rifles are and all the weapons are unique it's a unique weapon no i so think we um i think i got my went, sniping fix by using scout rifles for the past seven years you know um so i'm gonna try yeah. sniping try learning how to do it a little better and, yeah, and Shadow, as a result, Shadow. you you wanting to do sniping, we went and got you Cloud Strike. Yeah, we got Cloud Strike. I went and Sally Bug helped me do a few uh, Empire hunts to get Cloud Strike the to drop. Elusive Cloud Strike. Yeah, you know, it's I never got it, and then I think what did we Sally do got like in it. three Sally three or four. Yeah, I think it was three. We tried. We did a, a difficulty level one, and then we ended up realizing it doesn't matter what difficulty you do it on; it just drops eventually. Right. So it's like, well, we might as well just match make and do it like as fast as possible to try to get through it. So. Right. Um. So. Are we ready to move on to our? Uh... Anybody else? Stego, have you had any? Uh, oh, yes. Here's any? what I just started using again. Outbreak Perfected. Um, I've been using Grid Skipper for my pulse rifle. I decided to take out um, an old exotic that I'm still working on the catalyst mm -hmm. for, but I'm almost there. The Outbreak Perfected. And it still just slices through enemies like butter. It's amazing. It's a huh? fantastic one. And using an exotic primary gives extra bonuses when you're doing uh, ammo finders on your helmet. So oh. I was swimming in special and heavy ammo. As Wait well. a minute. Let back up. Can we just rewind a few seconds here? Using an exotic in your primary slot gives you a bonus ammo finder? 
yeah, if you're looking, um, I'm pretty sure. That Maybe is I'm making this crazy. up. But I'm pretty sure that um, there's like a, a, a like a second paragraph in the text of um, Ammo Finder mods right now in your helmet slot where um, uh, the chance of finding the ammo is further increased if you're using an exotic primary. I I that's I never knew that. For like a for like Wait, is that, machine gun, is that yeah. new? Um, yes, I'm pretty. It's new. This it would be new this season. Yeah, yeah, oh. that's what oh, I was thinking. Okay. I think they may. I think that was with like the unlimited ammo change. Mm -hmm. They're trying to like find more ways for people to use exotic primaries. Yeah, because specifically in like sign um, me up in PVE, uh, it's like why would you ever use an exotic primary when you've got like one KV and air apparent. Right. So they're trying to entice people to use something like Lumina or Thorn or whatever. Whatever. I, I like whatever. Lumina. Lumina's, Lumina's fun. I love using... I got the catalyst for it. Um, and, you know, how many weapons do you use, continue using after you have the catalyst? You're looking to switch to the next catalyst you need to get, right? Uh, but I stayed with uh lumina for a while especially it's so much fun doing um uh what's what's it called in uh harbor of sorrow sorrows what's what's the activity god i'm, I'm going altar blank. of sorrow altar of sorrows with with lumina is so much fun because you just basically have unlimited benefit for the the team that's that's doing it and it's so much fun um but i'm i'm definitely gonna look into that that's a that's a pretty cool thing i you know um yeah the consider getting an exotic primary a spin absolutely little mini mod academy right there little yeah, mini mod I'm academy intrigued. well speaking <laughs> of mod academy it makes its return in our next episode episode 43 but this episode, we've been rotating our special segments, uh, Mod Academy with Green Stego, Sally Bugs, Touch of Grimoire that she presents. And this week, or this episode, I should say, this bi-weekly installment is Destiny Soundcheck. So everybody ready for some uh, Destiny sounds? Oh, yeah. I'm ready. You ready? Yes. All right. Testing. One, two, three. Destiny sound check. All right. So for this sound check, uh, this episode, um, I found some music that somebody had ripped from the game. Uh, the usual suspects like Breshi and Promethean Archival Mind do this sort of thing on their YouTube ch channels. And uh, Promethean uh, had the uh, music that's at, it plays during the cutscene at the end of Mission Cocoon, which you might recall was the very first mission for Season of the Lost, where you're running through the Dreaming City, uh, taking out, a, uh, you know, clearing out a lot of Taken to get to that scene at the end with Marasov and all Aldrin, and then the uh, Osiris is there, and Saint Fourteen shows up uh, to the conversation. Um, so they uh, grabbed the music from that, and um, I think the title he gave it was "Cocoon." So we're going to listen to that track. Of course, this music is composed by. The usual suspects, Michael Salvatore, Sky Lewin, Josh Moser, uh, Michael Seacrest, Rotom Moav, and uh, Peter Schlosser. So uh, this is from the ending cutscene in Mission Cocoon. Let's give it a, a, a listen here.
So yeah, that was about a minute and 30 second track there of the <clears throat> background music to the cutscene at the end of uh, the Cocoon mission in Season of the Lost. And uh, you might have noticed uh, a familiar theme in that last 30 seconds. Has anybody listened to that yet? That track? Uh, I didn't hear the whole thing. Yeah, the last 30 seconds uh, might be familiar to fans of Shadowkeep, actually. Um, it's a little bit of a throwback theme, and it's a it's from a piece called uh, Terroris Somnum, which is Latin for um, night terror or nightmare, uh, which makes sense because it was used in Shadowkeep. And, um, yeah, that was that last 30 seconds. They threw that in there. And it's always a remix with maybe a different percussion track. So I thought I would just play a little bit of the original Shadowkeep version of that theme, uh, which has a lot going on in it. And um, kind of glad they're not taking the moon away or Shadowkeep right away because I, I don't think I'm quite done with it. Myself, let's give this Terroris uh, Sumnum a listen. Okay, a terrible fade out there, but that is about uh, two and a half minutes of Terroris Sumnum. Again, I'll put uh, Promethean Archival Minds uh, YouTube channel, uh, his link. I'll put that in the descriptions. And that's it for uh, this episode's Destiny Soundcheck. I don't know if um, any of you guys heard any of that or got a chance to listen to it. Um, but definitely the shadow keep music, it just reminded me of how, how great that was and how orchestral, and this really kind of harkens back to the roots of 
bungee music and de- you know the the um, theme behind the cocoon mission cutscene uh, starts off with that uh, chorus that is just so reminiscent of just hearing this kind of music for the first time with the Halo franchise and how it's evolved yet it's just staying true to sort of the identity of of the of the company and what they do and their brand of sci-fi fantasy and um the tension and the horror and the, the light versus dark just great it's wonderful stuff. Awesome. Yeah. Um, I, I think I Sally muted. muted. I was yeah. going to say, I, um, I really like how they're interweaving past pieces into new pieces, kind of like they're interweaving the story and how it's all in like interconnected and they're doing the same thing musically. And it's like, I love that you're pulling like bringing that up and and pointing it out to us because it just it fits with the theme of everything else they've been doing so yeah it's nothing new i mean like uh operas and things like that there there was always a theme for characters um even star wars has like you know the the darth vader theme it's it's built around characters and you know you see it like in lord of the rings each little tune is is either a place or a character and the variations on those themes depending on the context and then mixing them together it's such a great art form to be the the um, scoring for film and video games is a such a an amazing art form and i love right. the way with with today's technology how they can recycle um, these themes and either add to it or take away stuff from it or just change it um, to suit the context of the scene or the story, pushing the story the way it works with the story. It's amazing. I wish I knew more about composition and that sort of thing, the classical sort of approach and that they do to create this kind of Film music in general and video game yeah, music. Yeah, like, like to push the story mm-hmm. along. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's going to bring us to our final segment this evening. Um, does anybody know what that is? Uh, Non-Destiny non media. media Consumption? Non-Destiny Media Consumption. That's 100% correct. Non-Destiny Media Consumption. And uh, Richard, if you're still with us by any crazy chance, uh, feel free to chime in. Something that you would recommend or that you have seen recently. I wonder if Richard's gotten out to see the latest Bond movie. That's what I'm thinking. Um, Heard good things. Yeah. So, anybody been indulging in anything outside of Destiny? Oh, yes. What you been Uh, up to, Green Stego? I have somewhat recently started playing um, Psychonauts 2. I know that we mentioned that very briefly. Oh, yeah. Um, Didn't... romance girl finished it or beat the game romance as they say exactly and so i'm been making my way through that although um yesterday a new game just released metroid dread so i Mm. put a now i'm playing both (laughs) (laughs) oh you just reminded me i i usually do one of those survival horror things around this time of year yeah, like a Resident Evil-ish type thing. Dying Light or... or uh, Silent Hill. Dead, spa- Dead Space, something. Dead Space. He's been really looking forward to Metroid Dread. Is Metroid oh, Dread... I absolutely have. Uh, so tell us a little bit about it. Uh, just give us the elevator, elevator pitch. Well, Met- 
Longtime listeners may know that um, I've I've brought up Metroid before on this podcast. Um, Super Metroid came out in 1993, I think, um, and was like a pioneer in environmental storytelling and exploration-based gameplay. Mm-hmm. And I think that it was a pretty pivotal um, in terms of inspiring a game like Destiny, where it's like sci-fi you against the world kinda and but you still feel like super powerful um metroid dread is a sequel to that ser in that series that hasn't come out with a new game for at least 10 years um the last side-scrolling one that came out aside from the remake um and the 2ds or the 3DS um, about five years ago mm-hmm. was uh, for the Game Boy Advance. I want to say Ooh. like, yeah, it was a long elevator was a ride. <laughs> anyway, I've been looking for a game like this for like 20 years, and uh, and it's like tense and scary, but uh, it's a lot of fun. Cool. Is it also side scrolling? Yeah, it's a side scrolling shooter platformer game. So it actually uh, looks quite similar to the retro. <laughs> oh, I mean, it's obviously updated, but right, it, definitely it a continuation. Yeah, wow. it feels like a a retro inspired. Like it doesn't deviate from its roots. It just kind of gives them all like a facelift, but it still plays very similarly to classic Metroid games. So if you like classic Metroid side scrolling, then uh, You'll like this one a lot. Uh, Richard uh, says in chat that he has been playing a game called Tales of Arise. Ooh. I am intrigued. Uh, I think I saw something about that's a Japanese RPG, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, Sally Bug and Sewell Time. We are always yeah. on the lookout for a Japanese RPG to get our absolutely hands on. yeah. It used to be like our art. That's what we would do on Saturday and Sunday mornings. Is yeah, pre Destiny and... before Destiny but, came out. That's, yeah, exactly. That's kind of what our ritual was on the weekends: get up, get some coffee, and dive into Final yeah. Fantasy X, or you know, some some such. Um. Tales of Symphonia, or Tales of Symphonia was so good. Yeah, Tales of Arise. Tales of Arise. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm, you I'm might intrigued. Have to look into that one. We're yeah, gonna have to look into do. that. And yeah, let's it, look into it. Why not? I'm assuming it's Xbox. It's available on Xbox. If Richard's Looks like playing. it's multi-platform. Mm-hmm. It's multi-platform. Nice and. Um, Romance Girl, have you been doing anything outside of the confines of Destiny 2? I uh, I started Sable on okay. Xbox. Um, a musician I uh, really love, uh, who goes by Japanese Breakfast, did the soundtrack for it, and the art style is just really beautiful. Um, I really, really enjoyed what I played of it. Unfortunately, it was having some frame rate issues, so I'm hoping they patch that. Oh, yeah. Chances um, are they will. And yeah, that's on but that's, I, that's on the Xbox, I, right? You're talking? I've actually... Yes, I believe it's okay. also on PC. Mm-hmm. Um, I, yeah, I really enjoyed it, though, and I've actually been listening to the soundtrack. Just aside from that, uh, she also released another album this year um, that I've been listening to. Japanese soundtrack, Soul Time. I meant to ask you, like, what? Because I have noticed you when you're playing on your alt characters, and we're not playing together. You have had something playing in the background. What, <laughs> oh yeah. See, I've I've been doing, and this this goes back to, well, this is Destiny Two stuff in the non-Destiny media segment. But I've been playing like when when Sally Bug's unavailable to do. Uh, season of the Lost stuff. I will go on an alt ca- alt character and work on my Beyond Light campaign stuff to get 
you know, all the fragments and aspects and things and beyond light. And uh, I've once I'm familiar with the Destiny soundtrack, I will put alternate soundtracks behind my gameplay um, and run Spotify in the background. And I found a playlist with loads of soundtracks from the old uh, Hammer horror films, uh, which were British horror Uh movies made in the 60s and 70s. I thought I recognized yeah. them. <laughs> yeah, and it goes really, really well with Destiny too. I gotta say, it's pretty cool. So I get my listening in to that and some gameplay at the same time. Anyway, I don't want—I don't want to go too far <laughs> off the track here. Um, yeah. So uh, Japanese breakfast and Sable. Um, for anybody yes. who's interested, look it up and try it out. Sallybug, what have you been up to outside of? Uh, uh, you Destiny? know, not not a not a whole lot of, um, not a whole lot of any like one particular thing that I've latched onto. Um, I a lot of YouTube, and I did want to like just do a a little bit of a shout out, a nod to. A comedy troupe that I found called uh, Foil Arms and Hog. That's F O I L, Foil Arm or Arms. I can't quite remember. I think it's Arms and Hog. They're uh, an Irish skit, comedy skits, and they put out like, and they're like three minutes, so they're like easily consumable. Bite sized comedy. yeah, bite-sized comedy. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's and a lot of it is around like Irish humor, <laughs> you know, but I'm not Which Irish, is your favorite. It's still, it's still very <laughs> enjoyable. It's 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 quite fun. It's it's all in, in like so I would kind of shout out to them and have them watch it. And then the only other thing I've been consuming a lot of is actually sports. Um the US Men's soccer team, football team is in the final round of World Cup qualifying. So I've been kind of keeping my eye on that. And it's postseason baseball in the United States. So I'm sucked into that as well. So that's what I've been consuming. Play ball. I've been doing a a lot of podcast, listen to a lot of podcasts. Um, and, um, like, like Sally bug watching a lot of YouTube. Um, I have this circle of friends where we share rare beach boys videos that crop up on, on YouTube. And I just watched the 1983 Seattle concert. It was at the Mariners stadium. I forget the name of the stadium and, uh, it's pretty hilarious um to see such a great band be really good but also really bad at the same time uh-huh. uh it's fascinating and um i've also been watching a lot of uh, this youtube channel um centered around a 60s german music show called beat club and the majority of the music is live and engineered very well so that you're watching the bands live and uh but you can hear everything's really well balanced the the engineers the sound engineers of the program really did a good job and these things are just some of the best preserved live music performances from that era uh, that you can find or or see. I, I mean, there's a few uh, British shows like the old Grey Whistle um, test, and that is really good too. But this is really special. It's a little earlier, uh, so you, like 1965, 66. Really good stuff. Um, so if you like the Hollies or um spencer davis group seeing uh 18 year old stevie winwood belt it out and play some mean blues guitar it's it's a great uh youtube channel and they're constantly uploading so yeah that's what i've been up to 
that and all the uh, real life and work related endeavors that keep me from playing Destiny 2 too much. Certainly um, not bored with the game because of it, which is the silver lining, I suppose, to being busy. <laughs> right. All right. I think we have another episode in the can. Anything else to add from anybody before we sign off this evening? No, just next time we're, we get on, we'll be full force into Festival of the Law. So we can. Yeah, we will. Talk we'll about be that. will look- be right around. Well, not quite Halloween, right? It's the weekend before Halloween. Weekend before Halloween, leading up to it, we will be uh, looking like dinosaurs, for lack of a better yeah. term. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, um, Sally Bug, uh, why don't we sign off here and go play some more Destiny? What do you think? Sounds like a great plan. Sounds like a great plan. Go get plan. some snacks and play some Destiny. Oh, snacks and Destiny. Snacks Could you and imagine? Destiny on a Saturday night. Doesn't get any better. Life really is good. <laughs> so thank you, everyone, especially Richard, for tuning into our little podcast live stream here. You can join us live on YouTube every other Saturday at 7 p.m. U.S. Eastern Time also listen to the archive audio anywhere you get your podcasts like and subscribe to the paracasual destiny podcast on youtube and follow us on twitter at paracasual p or just look up paracasual Uh, i think we're the only organization in the world who uses that made-up word so until next time it's goodbye from all of us here at at the podcast and we will see you in two weeks and hopefully see Richard a little sooner in game. Bye. Bye. Good night, everybody. Good night. Goodbye. Bye.